Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome, 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 welcome. The Blur Bar is open, and we usher in all you barflies to sit and sip with us. Oh, yeah. As we serve up cocktails and culture, we welcome you to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss a video, as well as tapping that like button to show some love. But without further ado, it is time to introduce mm -hmm. Tis I. Hailing from the land of sake, shinobi, and samurai, he who is Godzilla personified, no other name but this to go by, it's your boy, Jayhawk. Oh, and he fly. Hit, hit him one more time. That boy's so fly. Yeah. That boy's so fly. Yeah. But... I am not your only person here on the screen, obviously, so without further uh, ado, please, Big Dan, Rodan. Y'all know who it is. It's Big Dan, Rodan, coming at you live from the 215, the comic book connoisseur, the Somalia of sci-fi and superheroes, here again to welcome you to another episode of the Blurred Bar, My Bar Flies. Blurred Bar. One more time. Last time. Oh, yes. I almost wish we had, like... Like a gang sign throw? No, nah, that's fine. Not yet. We don't like a. Not no, yet. no. We we not affiliated I like, yet. I like the dove. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! In any Boo event, this match. In any event, blazing trails like Portland, pumping up endorphins. We got the merch. Word of mouth, and y'all stay endorsing, horsing around like Bojack. Burbar bumping, y'all know that we don't miss. Y'all know this. Got the AOE damage and the hit stack. Come on, it's your boy, Ace Trainer Argent, stalwart shield of South Philly, aka the Living Codex, aka Professor Oak favorite Godson, aka y'all already know. Okay, welcoming you That's to the bar of the Blurds. You got too many. That was a very uh, that uh, that intro had a very uh, uh, Childish Gambino feel. It I did. Liked it. Don't I'm gonna I'm actually gonna cry, dog. Don't say that to me. He feels so honored right now. You piped him up. His I don't like the end. Listen, the end of it. No, it was. It was dope. It. it was like very like. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now his head won't fit on the screen. It's gonna be crazy. This is <laughs> no, no. It's fine. It's fine. See, it's it's cool. It's fine. Somebody Let's tag continue. him real quick. Anyway, <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> so today, with all that being done, uh, we have to move on to the next and only segment. Thus um, far. Right, that's fine. Until we're gonna we're gonna do some uh, some booze, booze, some news, news, and we're gonna get in some review, I like that. So, <laughs> our uh, drunken master of the evening, I believe, is Big Dan Rodan. Wait, the comic book connoisseur. Yeah, who comes at his life from the 215. Wait, the Somalia of sci-fi and superheroes? And Somalia of wine right now. So, so wait, that's just the Somalia, though. That's, yeah, right? <laughs> Which, by the way, there's a movie about Somalias. I need to watch it. It's like a black guy who's, like, being a Somalia. There's really? also an anime. Drops of God, I think. Now we got a thing. But. Now there's a thing. Now we got homework. <laughs> so, now we got uh, homework. as you can see... Staying in theme for Black History Month, Black Girl Magic on tap yet again. Uh, we have Rosé with us this time. Now, I used to be critical of Rosé, personally. Um, I just was like, oh, that's that juice. 
But you know, it's not. what? <laughs> that's, that's what I, we're getting that in post. Okay. No, nope, that's what I said. That's what I used to say. But uh, rose is uh, it's a rose wine. Big and Dan has so, grown. I am. Yeah. And, he used uh, to say that. I used to say that. I've matured. I've gotten better in life. Um, so, anyway. That's that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's that juice. That's what I used to call that's it. The, I was about to say that. <laughs> it's that juice. That sounds so, nice. It, right? Yes. It's going to go. <laughs> this like could be stuff. taken any other way, so let's not. Uh, we won't go down there. That, that, um, that might be a t-shirt. It's not. Let's it's not. let's drink wine. Let's let's do that. <laughs> Hold on. Let us know. Let, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some of these notes. Uh, please don't cancel me. Uh, I used to be that person. I'm not that person anymore. That was five seconds ago. Um, <clears throat> this elegant rosé has vibrant flavors of strawberries, raspberry, and Meyer lemon, with aromatic notes of fragrant white florals. So we want to see how this works. Oh, y'all hit that hard. It's because it's juice. It's, it has See, like no... Don't quote me on that. I didn't... No. That's not... It's like... It has like no <laughs> punch to it. It got know, alcohol. Like there's, there's, it has alcohol. I can... That is true. <laughs> but it's not... 13%. I mean, maybe is, I'm just... Maybe I just never had rosé before. Are you saying it's not as complicated as some other wines? I mean... Well, I mean, this is... I don't think I've had rosé before. Like, I've had reds, and the red has the body... Like, this is very light. It's very thin. Goes down super easy. Um, you gotta remind yourself that this is wine. Like, you gotta... At least I do. I can't speak for everybody. But I do. I would... um, you like the tanginess? I get the... I definitely get the lemon. It's a, the lemon is an afternoon. You gotta let it breathe. And you'll... It'll be like... It's, it's not like tasting a lemon, the fruit of it, but like, you know, the zest... It's kind of like that mm-hmm. feeling. Okay. No, I, f- I feel you on that. So, since uh, Sterling, you've had opinions, where, where are we at? 3.7 potion bottles out of five. It sounded like you had more complaints that it would be less, <laughs> but okay. Him so nice, so fresh and so clean. Joshua? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you still working on it? Not really. It's just, um, hmm. Uh, I think, uh, I think Laura would like this actually a lot. I'll try to save her some, but. <laughs> no promise. No I got battled in myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, because, because we drink wine so often and because she usually like, I have a certain wheelhouse and she like broadens my horizons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his partner, y'all. <laughs> this is something that I think she would like. And I'm just like, oh, I've tasted wine like this before. I would give it an, a three. Okay. Very, like, uh, in the middle of the road. Not something that I would personally gravitate towards. But I know it's not trash. I know it's not garbage. Um yeah, I would give it a three. It's not bad at all. You definitely get the strawberries, I think. Mm-hmm. That first sip, that first, I was like, the oh. The first th- note those... is often going to be the fruit part and uh, the, the, yeah. the, the berries. Um, so, I'm, I'm very cool. I'm getting that. Um, like I said, I had preconceived notions with Rosé prior to this mm-hmm. life uh, that I live now. Mm-hmm. This much more cultured life. Um, <clears throat> and my standards have mm-hmm. shifted oh. enough that I, I can appreciate 
where it belongs or where you would have it in a certain light, like in meals. Um, obviously, this is the hybrid between a white and a red, mm-hmm. hence rosé. Um, I I could see this paired with a fish. Um, if I had this with a meal, um, mm-hmm. normally this mm-hmm. is, a, once again, trying not to be mean. Uh, this was like a party wine in my mind. Like if you say rosé. I can see it. Yeah, it's because it's so easy. Really? It's so easy. It's a, it's an easy wine to drink. It's not more than Moscato. This is very close to a Moscato, almost. Wow, I would not say that, but okay. At, <laughs> like in my, if you gotta like line up the big names of wines, you know, you got Zinfandels, you know, Merlots, stuff like that. That's more like high end, classy dinner. This is more like, you know, chicken tenders and fries. <laughs> I'm being comedic. Let's I'm not move being on. Harsh. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, people, the bar flies are going to wonder, like, so Daniel doesn't drink wine? Right. Like, is that no, what I'm hearing? I do drink wine. Um, <laughs> he also eats chicken nugget. <laughs> don't judge me. Chicken nuggies is the best. <laughs> I, I am a father of a one year old. Chicken nuggets is <laughs> a thing now. So, um, but no, no this I would, if I would give this, a, I would give this a three because it's a good wine. Like, it's a better rose than others I've had. That are just like mm. sugar water that poses <laughs> wine. I won't name brands because um, we're not reviewing those. We're reviewing this one. So I like this one. Uh, I would say a three. It's right in the middle. Not It's not high end, but, you know, when do you get a chance Black to have a bunch of high end rosé? Black owned. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, I wouldn't say that it's not high end. Right. I, I just think... And forgive me. I'm not saying that it's not quality. <laughs> It's not like on the higher end of the scale for me as a wine that I prefer. Like no. I like rose, I, I like rose, stop, stop, stop. but I like <laughs> that rose like you too, boy. <laughs> Easy there, little slippy. Um, <laughs> got it. Got, got that holstered at all times. Anyway, um, it's, it's not re, it's not a riesling. I like rieslings a little bit more. Those are the ones I bang with. If I have a preference of wine, if I have to have wine, you know, I'm in more of a hard liquor man. But I like this. Okay? It's a good wine. Go buy some. I'm done. Go buy it. T- tell them we sent you. <laughs> you don't or get don't. no discount or nothing. Or don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't. But, like, yes. at least they'll know. Like. Yes. Don't tell them I sent you because then you'll be like, oh, the guy who talked right about thought juice. And then, you know, it's the whole thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> T- just say the blurred bar sent you. Right. And then they'll probably reach out to us. And then next time you can get a discount. Maybe. Yeah. Make it happen, Barflies. Yeah. Um, we get big enough. Who knows? We get big enough. Uh, so let's see here. Going from booze, we get some news. Anybody got any news? I know I personally don't really have any. I got, I got, I got. Big Dan, please. I got, I got, I got, I got. I got. Okay, sorry. Right. <laughs> so, um, so we heard it. It's in the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the former uh, Mandalorian actress Gina Carano. Uh, Got her walking papers. It, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> because of social media, color commentary is going to be very uh, necessary, I think, in this scenario. Because mm-hmm. um, from multiple reports, she was warned by Disney before before uh, this happened. It was like, hey, chill out. 
ease up on the gas pedal. You got views. Everybody got views. Um, you in the house of mouse right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's all go to the you house of mouse. You got rules and regulations. And, you know, I think she could have been... I'm, I understand freedom of speech, right? We have a podcast, therefore freedom of speech is a thing that we obviously adhere by. At the same time, what I often say to people is you can be absolutely you. Un, un, you know, unashamed, uninhibited you at the same time be respectful. And I don't think she did that. So Disney was like, hey, uh, we set your character up. In a very particular way that you don't have to be in the show anymore. <laughs> That's very true. Her character, I mean, That's at least if you watch season two, they set up her character in a way that she, they never have to go to that planet she, again. Or if they do, she right. can be out busy and yep. not being. <laughs> she can go up the stairs and never come back down. <laughs> yeah. She's like, ah, uh, she tripped over a motor, a motor. So, you know, she went out to buy cigarettes and never came back. It is what it is. Bottom line, um, for everybody yelling about freedom of speech, freedom of speech is very important. I will f- always fight for your right to say whatever, but freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. Exactly. And that's, True that. that's just what it is. And I think that's what it boils down to, right? Because like, we are like, free to talk back to our mamas. We're free to talk back to our mamas. Don't do it. <laughs> try Jesus. Don't try her. It's like... You say you're free to do it, but it's like, not really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have the choice. The choice is the choice yours. Is, the choice is you yours. You can go with this, or you can go with that. You can go with right. this, or you can go with that. Yeah. And what really sucks about that, I think, is that um, because of the way that she has left the show, like, she might have just gotten blackballed for, like, any other thing, you know what I mean? Well, like there was rumors unless that she, she goes on like an apology tour. Yeah, she was potentially going to be in other parts of the Star Wars Disney Plus TV universe. Not anymore, right? But it's like not like that's what I'm saying. But, not but I don't, I don't think she's like... going to get blackballed out of Hollywood. One because freedom of speech is a very real thing. At the same time, Hollywood is very like right now sensitive to and and not in a mm-hmm. negative way, but a, and sensitive in the sense that like. Yes, your voice can be heard, but at the same time, like, why you got to offend people? Like, it's good. It's a good uh, thing. It's a good, like, we as the consumers of media have to speak up about things to keep our media not lackluster. Yeah, like, to I mean, keep our media to make, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, because the argument can go both ways, right? Um, and for anyone that may have beliefs or feelings, any of that stuff, you're allowed to have those. And, you know... Those rights stand as an, an American, as a human. Um, at the same time, you there's that, that bridge where you meet someone else. And if it doesn't align, you shouldn't have to walk away. Neither party should have to walk away offended, is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And if that's the case, yeah. where people are getting offended, you know, employment is out there. there. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, And it's what sucks is that when I saw her on the show, I was like, oh, snap, this is cool. Like, you know, getting more, like, acting roles. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always down for people who, like, those obscure people that you saw that one time on, like, SVU. <laughs> and, like, they, like, show up again in, like, different shows. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Look like, at you, you getting work. You out here. You out here. Yeah, you out here getting work. So, like, you got yourself I really, an agent. I see you. I see you. 
<laughs> so like I never knew her viewpoints on anything. I was just a fan because I was like, oh, cool. I know that you've done other work before, and now like you you're getting even more work. So like I was always like I was always like you know supportive of that and supportive of her. And then she said this. I'm like, ah, yeah. Like ooh. I think what a, a lot of it has to do is our current pol- political climate, right? Um, mm-hmm. And because we had such a polarizing president, former president, regardless of how you feel about him, he was in the news every day. And so his... <laughs> if not every day, probably every week. Right. Or every <laughs> night in the no news. No, he was every day. Though. Yeah. Right. But, you know, because of that, then there were people who felt aligned... <laughs> that he had a lot of reviews. He had a lot of reviews. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not all of them factual, right. but he, they were there. So, you know, but the same thing was a lot of his constituents or people who supported partially, not even fully, like if they didn't even fully were on board with him, but it had aligned views at some point, they got put in the spotlight. And I, I mean, that mm-hmm. was largely due to the fact that we all sitting at home and we got time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> now she got time. This is what she it is. She has time. It'll be interesting to see how she how or if she rebounds moves on from this like or you double down and you know play always play on a soft 17 it is what you do (laughs) that it works hey that one works but I, i think um i think to to some this is gonna sound bad to we can we can go up on the other news <laughs> that is an option. Well, no, because he he just said like you can you you could either double you can double down on it, and I think if she were to double down on it, it would have to be it couldn't be in the same way that she started off. Mm-hmm. She would have to be and for her to still get work, she would have to be like I'm sorry. But what I meant and what, like, the sentiment behind nope. it or the... Under, I want to I agree stuff. with you, but nope. No, because I think, I think if she just doubled down, like, nah, I said what I said. This is like being, like, in the Holocaust. It's like, now now you're definitely, like, who's who are you getting work from, right? <laughs> and, it, and those people who are signing those checks, are you really, like, is it a real check? It's not no Disney check. Tell you that much. So, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, any other news? Any I got some news. news. Go ahead. Oh, I'm Shirley. sorry, Dan. Do you got? Do you no, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, so Dan often says we are in the darkest timeline, and I have some good news for your uh, work cited page. For Pokemon <laughs> Day in 2021, it's a virtual oh, concert. Yeah. With Post Malone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And um, mm-hmm. that's exactly I like. That's exactly what that is. You know, mm-hmm. I hope everybody has a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like Pokemon, Post Malone, nope. like <laughs> we are in the darkest timeline. Um, on the news that of Pokemon, on some lighter news, <laughs> and for the concert, Pokemon is giving out via mystery gift, so you don't have to leave your house, a Pikachu that knows the move Sing, which will be absolutely fascinating if it's allowed in VGC because that's just a. Pikachu that could just put people to sleep. Break it, break it down for VGC. What is that? Oh, video game. So, um, video game championship is the Nintendo sanctioned 
Pokemon tournaments okay. because there's a bunch of user generated tournaments called Smogon University, which is all uh, peer reviewed and run by that's run off of love and not money. <laughs> um, the whereas the, the VGC tournaments, you get points. There's a whole tournament circuit. Um, and that's Pokemon. Uh, if you it's if you have any so, questions, make sure you at the blur bar. I'll break everything down. At you. Sterling. At Sterling. <laughs> it's it's so crazy to me <laughs> so that uh, you were like, oh, like via mystery gift. And I was like, oh wow, still going. I remember mystery gift. Yeah. That's the, yeah, still that's still going. going. Yep. <laughs> was that Gold and Silver days? Oh yeah, when I introduced that. Oh yeah, was. that was that's that's callback and a half. So are we old? Our last our last hype news, hype hype news. Okay. Now this can hype go hype. a lot of ways. Uh-oh. But it has been confirmed that Demon Slayer is getting a video game. Now, it is by... Ooh. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's by CyberConnect2. And CyberConnect2 has done all of the Naruto Ninja Storms. All that, So it's Bandai. It's just... In, <laughs> it's going to be in a format of... Um, it's 1v1, but it's tech and tag okay. style tournament. So you pick oh, two characters God. and you can switch them in and out. Uh, so, okay. like, it's. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, me personally, I'm only running Nezuko, but that's just me personally. I would but, love to like, hear who everybody's going main. Let's be but, honest, they don't. They haven't showcased enough characters. I feel for a quality fighting game. Yeah, like you got the main cast and some bulls. <laughs> well, no, because here's the thing, though. Because even the um, what the. I forget what the the powerful top top slayers are called. Uh, either pillars or asuras. Asuras, yeah, that's what it is. Um, the asuras, you've only really seen Butterfly Girl in action. And in action, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, or you have everybody I mean, else. The guy like, who like is at the beginning of his uh, Tandaros. Oh, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, you that right. Yeah. So like, you've seen some people, unless they also add in like the ghosts that Ten- Tanjiro was like. Uh, Oh, you're talking about the, in the, very the 12, beginning. right? Or the, the moons or something like that? No, no. The fox, no. The, the other spirits that of... Um, they got killed by some, some boy, uh, yeah. vampire yeah. and then... Yeah. But, um, nah, I, like... Yeah, that's... We, we're gonna have to see more more action from, from the other characters to actually really... Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that it will be a bad game. I'm just saying I, I, I need to be more invested in... Some other character. You don't yes. want to run, you run uh, Zenitsu? You know he's going to be the Danabiki of the game. You know it. Until <laughs> <laughs> his, his life bar dropped to like one third and then he just... But that, but that's the thing, right? Super, like, that does like half. Games like that, if you don't have a giant roster and you haven't seen them showcased, it doesn't really work. Um, which is why, you know, we got Dragon Ball Fighters because everybody was like, oh, we, we know enough of these characters. We've all seen their power sets. I don't know who's running with Yamcha, but... People choose violence. Yo, when it first dropped, so, Yamcha was God tier, bro. When it first dropped, all the I way under, back. I understand what I'm saying is. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. Uh, that's, <laughs> what, that's all I got. <laughs> I, want, I was about to go on a tangent, but why, why do that to ourselves? Um, so, that being said, uh, we have any reviews? Oh, did you not have news? No, st- I don't have any more news after that. Right. Sterling, uh, finished, I believe. Yes. Reviews, reviews, reviews. Right. I have reviews. I recently watched the uh, fifth season of The Magicians. 
or finished watching the fifth season of Magicians, rather. Um, uh, it was on Netflix for me, but it does come up on Sci-Fi. It's, it's on Sci-Fi's network. Yes. Uh, I was just underwhelmed. No, you weren't just whelmed? <laughs> I was overwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Whelmed. Whelmed. Just whelmed. Just that lukewarm, yep. like, mm, nah. I was, I was underwhelmed, and I, I don't know if it's because I really, really want to like the characters. Um, there's definite favorites. Like Margot will always be like, if there was just, if, it, if we just followed her, I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, who else? Finn is a Finn is somebody who they don't give enough time too but like i want more time of her because when she's on it's it's a great thing mm-hmm. but all that aside it was just um the main thing that i didn't like and this might be a uh, a negative or something to like binge culture in the state mm-hmm. that we live in um the there was always there were three times where the world at large was at stake and it could be the end of the world as you knew it and it's just like but that was the three first time, time that was three times in this season in this season of 13 episodes which has been which has always been their po- their plot or driving plot for each season but here's the th- i the but, world's so been so at risk at least 10 times here's the thing i think with the first couple of seasons your big bad who Spoiler alert! If any, well, salty. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'll put it in there. But like, but like, in the first couple of seasons, the big bad with the beast, he spanned for like two or three seasons. I, I want to say before they actually like. I would say two. Two yeah. before they actually like really confronted him and started to like yeah. war with him and whatnot. Because like even then, what they finished him. On the fourth season? No, they finished him on the third season then. Second. Like, they defeated, they de- They've defeated, defeated him, him in on second the third season. Because the third season was and that whole plot of them being kings. The monster? Yeah. The other thing. The monster okay. And the and so then that's... So, like, you had two seasons of a big bad, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like, something crazy was happening and there was a lot of intrigue and a lot of, like, story development. Here is just, like... It, I got as a watcher, as an audience member, and this once again, like I said, this might be because of Ben Culture. Um, I got tired of the world being at stake. Like for one season, three times the world was like this. This might be the end of the world. Like, and it's just like, do I even care anymore? Because I know we're only on episode six, and y'all got seven more. Like, right. it it doesn't matter to me. So. so right. I, thought you were I was just going to say, moving forward, what I would like to see, because I know we were talking about it earlier, Dan, like they possibly have two seasons to, um, two more, two more seasons to get greenlit. I would like them to finish with season seven and just actually have a well-developed story arcing over those two seasons. Because I think in this world that we live in, I literally, like, if... I know for me personally, when season six comes out, I'm probably not going to watch it until it's all up on Netflix 
or I'm probably not going to watch it until season seven is all like until both seasons are all up on Netflix and then I'll just go through it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just kind of like, I don't want to wait from week to week to week to week kind of a thing. So, yeah. Eh. Um, to piggyback on it, I guess, um, I've like low key been a fan of the magicians from the rip. Um, my wife read the books first then she was like, mm-hmm. Oh, they're making, and when I told her they were making a show, she was like, watching it so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so we've we've been day ones with it um my biggest issue and that's always in storytelling is when you do something climactic does it disrupt the status quo or shift it like killing q so when they did that that's when i was like all right i'm, I'm gonna see what happens in this next season although i felt like oh, q my- was the glue of the entire series. So so here so I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it's all I'm gonna say, I'm gonna let you finish. I was like, I don't think fans are really against you changing that that source material, that that crucial thing. Sometimes. Sometimes. There are some things that you just shouldn't fuck with, right? But with Q dying, like I didn't read the books, but I was a fan of the series, mm-hmm. but I didn't read the books. So I was like, okay, I don't know why you would kill this guy, but if you can, if you can, if you can pull it out, if you can do it, then all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people are, at least with that show, where it's just like, if you could do it, we'll be here with you. But like, you got, you, you got, got five three, seconds. you got five seconds, you got three episodes, five you got, tops, you got five right? Seconds. Like, <laughs> you got five seconds. That's it. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. And I feel yeah, like, so when I, like he was the main character, and like you. Normally, you, uh, as the audience, are assigned to one character, right? Like, there's a lot of characters in the story, and they could be all main characters, but you're normally assigned to one who's driving the story. And so, Quentin was that was that character. We love Margot very much, but so. she's very B. She's very like a B character. Then, mm-hmm. especially in the first couple, Ben's seasons. a C character. Like, yes. Um, and so, what happens is, and so that we are not getting so deep into this universe for people who may not have watched it. Uh, you may not care about this review at all. Um, there's, for anyone that doesn't know about the magi- magicians, very quickly I'll say, it's Harry Potter meets Chronicles of Narnia meets Quantum Man. Like, I would say. <laughs> like, um, it, it's very, like, time travel driven and everyone who knows me knows i'm not time travel is a thing and so uh they did this very well in the way that they handled it because they told you mm-hmm. what timeline you were watching you know mm-hmm. wasn't really confusing the plot didn't matter right um this season they just threw all that out the window and were just like we they got kind of messy yeah so um all those things put into a very mature universe like chronicles of narnia and harry potter I think that was just the writer, Lev Grossman, just was knew, you know, we we as an audience were growing up, and so mm-hmm. those mature elements needed to be in there so that way we could watch it, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But no, the season was messy. It was messy at, to say at at best it was messy. Um, at worst, it was. I could see. I could like not watch another episode. That's and that's the thing, and I because I could have stopped at the I could have stopped at the last season. The the oh the yeah, song, I, I, the crying like yeah. I, I I was like oh yeah, I was like 
I lit. I literally did until you said that you were actually watching it, and I was like, oh yeah, they did say that they were coming out with the fifth season. Yeah. I like had totally forgot about it, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a try, and then I did, and I was like, all Regrettably. right, nah, yeah. So I y'all y'all got. I'm gonna wait till season seven. So for season five, if, if I had to give it any of these, I give it a two. Uh, I would go. I, I would almost jump down to a one, but two for the sake of like Margot was still Margot and they didn't. I've, they didn't abuse the characters as much, but they were, there was also mm-hmm. no change in the status quo. So, I think there was a change in it. I think it was just for the worse. Mm. Like, because the status quo was Quentin, and it was yeah. just like, all right, so he's kind of like your North Star, all that good stuff. But then you remove that. How does that change the dynamics of things? It changed it, but like this was, if anything, was like their grief season where everybody's grieving over something. Everybody that they run into is almost. I think that's a good. That's a good take. Something grief season, and it's just like we've had those before. It's just like sure, but like I mean, I'm still holding mine. Well, (laughs) welcome to the darkest timeline. Uh, I guess. Right. We did, did you have a review, Sterling? <laughs> uh, wait, real quick. Two two point five on um okay. on mag- on magicians season five. Well, all right, Sterling. Did you have a review? Nah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sorry, we kind of get like well, we kind of like blocked you out of that conversation. Nah, dude, you're good. I'm, I'm, I'm now I know I don't I can focus on watching Star Wars Resistance and rewatching the sequels so I can hmm. be prepared. Take note of that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like scar. trying to like quietly ninja through uh, Fire Force at the moment. So I'll give you guys a better review. When oh, I which season like... you on? First. First. Cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's um, hard to watch. It's hard to watch anime with a kid. Like it just is. Like on first. my free time, she doesn't care. And so <laughs> if y'all want to review on Moana, I got that. <laughs> Frozen 2, I got that. Coco, I got Fantastic that. Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox, been there. Like <laughs> I, I got all those reviews. Hit me up on those personally. At, you know, Big Dan Rodan on Twitter, Facebook. Nah, at the blur you. bar. If you add the blur bar, that's worthless. No one else has a review but me. I got you. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> guess we're not allowed to review Moana. Nope. I am the aficionado <laughs> on that stuff right now. Shot He's like, over. oh, you want to review Moana? What happened at 40 mi- uh, 47 minutes and 26 seconds? Oh, okay. ask me. Right. Don't ask me because I'll angrily Gatekeeper. tell you. Uh, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> with that being done, we go on <laughs> hey. to our, our main content. And our main content for tonight is actually, um, once again, going with uh, For the Culture uh, as you will, as you've been seeing, um, we're going to do a celebration of black voices within the nerd community, within the blurred community. Quite literally, um, right? Quite literally. Um, and this is just some things where it's just like when I was looking into it and seeing all the people. For personally, what I was looking for was uh, black voices that did that were involved with like anime voiceovers. There's actually a poop ton. Um, a plethora? But a plethora. Um, Options. But uh, unfortunately, and th- when I was reviewing this, it was like, ah, this is so unfortunate because I just don't watch English dub anime. I don't either. Um, and it's just like, ah, missing. And I don't know if I would call it missing out on, but like, 
I never knew that they were even in that space to the degree that they are. Yeah. I was very surprised. Um, you have like people like Amanda C. Miller, who plays Boruto, and Sailor Jupiter. She plays Sailor Jupiter. I was like, that's like... That's some pretty good. That's a pretty good it's resume off of that, off of those two alone. Like, um, I think I believe his name is Bo Billingsay or Billingsay, but uh, he played Jet Black in Cowboy Bebop, yep. um, which is just wild. Uh, and then also you have people who are like just pioneers, like uh, Arthel and Darnell Isom, who made the first black-owned uh, anime studio. The Art Shitagia. Dart Shitagia. Uh which just stands for pretty much the art studio. But like very, very classy. Um and they've actually worked on actually quite a bit of good stuff. Sound and Fury apparently is on Netflix. I need to check that out because they did it and I wanna see what's what that's all about. They did the weekend's video, uh Snow Child, so pretty cool. But yeah, just like it's really cool to see to see stuff that we are in and I I do wish that there was more of a celebration of it which is hence this episode. Celebration um, of voice black voices. Yeah. So uh what 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 do you what did you guys find in your travels? Um so I've always been a big like guessing that voice when mm-hmm. um, Yeah. Huh. Not just guessing that voice, but then just recognizing. So, like, voice acting is something I'm very, like, passionate about. Something I'm actually looking into doing in the future. Why not now, right? Never knew that. Why not start now? I love voice acting. Um, I used to... I've lost some of the talent of being able to change my voice. But I used to be able to do, like, accents and change my voice to mimic people. Um, but it's always been a passion of mine. And so, because of that, I'm very, like... I've... I've uh, spent long nights on IMDb and uh, <laughs> long nights pausing uh, stuff that I was streaming and then just looking at the cast because I'm like, oh, I know who that is. You know, not just the famous names, but sometimes just like the fringe characters. Like, oh, that guest star. Mm-hmm. They didn't say who it was, but now we know. Um, mm-hmm. And so... And that kind of was, once again, attributed back to my dad. He would always be, like, we'd be watching something. He'd be like, oh, you know who that is. And I'd be like, no, father. Who? And he'd be like. <laughs> that's not what you say. I would assume that's what I would say because no, I was, father. like, when I was five. Who? No, father. Who? But, um. Whom? Whom. <laughs> um, but, no, like, that would be something that he would always, like, call back to. And that was, I thought that was always interesting. Um, and I was like, no, I want to do that, too. I want to be able to recognize people's voices. Um, and since I work in the IT call center, I recognize voices a lot. I'm like, oh, I know what you're calling about. Um, anyway. <laughs> it's broken, isn't it? Um, but anyway, did you, did you back turn into it the, off and turn it back just on. the history of black voice acting. Um, mm. It goes. It has a dark past, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't talk about it because... But it's history. You know? So the first black voice acting credit belongs to a man Dolazal. just kidding it's quiet leave, little, leave her little slippy go sit in your corner um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it goes to a man by the name of James Basket now a lot of people may not know who that is uh, but you 
you may not know him by name, but you would know him by face. Um, James Basket, um, famously, but also infamously, was a <laughs> actor who was known for his role in, uh, and it hurts to say it, but he was known for his uh, role in Dumbo. Uh, one of the black crows. Is he the crows? He's one of the crows. No, no. He's one, he's the he's the voice of Fats Crow, who's the one that has most of the lines. And so, you know, that's the uh, I've been unseen about everything <laughs> when I see an elephant fly. Um, but you also have to understand the time that he was living in, right? Like that's in the forties, and my man was. Checks was having to be handed out. You got to work. You got to eat. You gotta, and, you know, you work. not at the same time not <laughs> selling yourself out, but uh, history being what it was. He grew up in a place where it was racially segregated in Atlanta. Um, he wasn't even allowed to go to the he wasn't even allowed to go to the movie premieres that he was in. Um, oh, wow. Because of Atlanta being, you know, segregated and all of that. <laughs> and so a lot of his work uh infamously known song of the south is probably his biggest credit it's also his final credit um where he played uncle remus burr fox burr rabbit um he did all of those voices and um you know he he was the first black voice actor and so i say infamous infamously because of you know the stereotypes um, which weren't necessarily something he was responsible for. At the same time, he was very much a part of it because it's a part of right. What is he? What is he gonna say? He's like, actually, sir, I don't feel comfortable uh, playing this role because. Well, I mean, what do you do? You just get fired, and then you find somebody else who will, right? Um, <laughs> exactly. And like I said, I, I don't. I want to. I don't want to live in the darkness of it. But at the same time, like he's a part of our history. Like for voice black act, you know, the black voice actors. Um, if he didn't do it you weren't going to get other roles where uh, a black voice or, um, you know, Fats Domino and things like that. Like, people who would then, who are already in, like, entertainment business, be able to get roles and opportunities. Um, Cap Calloway is another one that a lot of people don't talk about. But he, you know, he attributed more so, he wasn't, like, voice acting in the same respect as much as performing music. Like he would perform full songs in a sound stage, and then those songs would be in like Betty Boop cartoons, and um, you know St. James Infirmary, <laughs> Minnie the Moocher. Those were all songs that were featured on Betty the Boop. Um, Baby, Betty Boop. Boop. Betty the Boop. I don't know. Betty the Boop. It's Betty Boop. Betty Boop. Betty Boop. It's, it's Why would it be Boop. Betty the Boop? Betty. Where did that come because, from? Because thirteen percent black girl magic strikes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know those are like at staples because you can't take them away. They exist somewhere. Uh, if you haven't seen Dumbo, then good for you. If you have seen Dumbo it's dark, it is what it is. You can't take it back. Um, it lives out there in the, and song of the South. I mean, you may not be able to find that anywhere, but the song of the South, I, I think they made it available with the with the disclaimer in front of it. Yeah. Like this was a portrayal of <laughs> no, but time. I, a lot of you're absolutely we, right. We've grown. Disney, no, Disney put a disclaimer <laughs> on a lot of their movies recently because, like, 
negative connotations, stereotypes. And they were just like, hey, at the time, this was okay. Hey, our bad. <laughs> this right. isn't cool anymore. We won't do this again, but it, you know, if you want to watch this movie, we told her to chill. We right. told her to chill. We told her to chill. She popped up. Oh, call back. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you, you jump forward to about, I would say, 50 years or, you know, not 50, even 50 60. years. I would say 30 years from the 40s into the 70s. You start seeing a lot more, uh, a lot of us being used for voice acting and not anymore in stereotypes and uh, either writing our own cartoons, um, infamously known Bill Cosby, you know, mm. he, Fat Albert. Question. Yes. And I've been I've been debating on whether to tweet this or just put it on Facebook. Well, it's now on the podcast, so it's now on the podcast, so it's here. Um, can we can we watch the Cosby Show in good faith, good conscience? I think here, because I've been here, I've been here, watching clips, and this is and I'm like I'm so intrigued, so, but I'm like I don't know if I can. I, prior to all, <laughs> I don't of know the, if I should. Right, prior to all of the news breaking out, right. I had seen the Cosby show from beginning to end at least 10 times. Mm-hmm. Not to mention. You don't even them. try. It's just on. It was just on. But at the same time, like I was actively like pursuing, like watching the first episode. I follow Bill Cosby's that's, entire career. That's what I yeah. want to do. Cause I never, I, I watched it like maybe in passing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw like 20 minutes or something. I mean, that's probably like that. another episode, but you know, talking about Bill Cosby, but like from beginning to end, as far as his career is concerned, I've listened to every comedy album. Um, he's, as far as his career standpoints, has still been an icon to me um, and an influence on me as far as, like, clean comedy and still being able to tell the good jokes. Um, Funny jokes, yeah. yeah. So, from the Cosby show, I would say, yeah. he The role he plays, you know, the, the, money's, going right, to, the, that's what the, the money's going to NBC. He's not getting any of that. Most of the time, he's not getting seeing any of that. But, um, you know, I... That's a, probably a conversation I have off air, but it's just, it's just interesting. I'm gonna watch the Cosby Show because I don't I don't know where to find it actively, and if y'all cancel me for that, that's fine. But I was about to I was gonna I'm gonna Google it. The, the man's in prison now. He's serving his time. I have I have voice actors to talk about. That's good. <laughs> I wanted to get back. Uh, it felt like you had thoughts, but okay, go well, ahead. Like I said, Talk we'll about discuss that right off the cut podcast. Nah, dude, um, big Dan, you had, you had something to say. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I really did. I'm sorry. It, I was no, talking no, about no, like no. Bill Cosby, you know, having Fat Albert, and um, mm-hmm. you know, other actors. Why can't I think of his name? The guy who played Panthro um, from Thundercats, who uh, was also on the Cosby Show. I, but uh, I recently just saw that. Yeah, um, James Earl Jones, just quietly being a voice actor in the most famous way, the, the most iconic. Mo- like there's no one else. That you can put above James Earl Jones for voice acting. Earl Hyman. Yes, Earl Hyman. Thank you. Uh, but there's no bigger name in voice acting than James Earl Jones. Fight me. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, they had to fight James Earl Jones to give him the credit for Darth Vader. He was like, yeah. oh, no, my, my voice is like kind of an effect. And they're like, no. <laughs> but, I mean, because they were going to give the credit to his, you know, the man who was physically acting in them, um, and I can't. Were remember. they? They were. Yes. But mm-hmm. he, the first uh, test shoot, was the man using his own voice. 
And it I was would dare, different, I dare different. you to go back and find that Don't clip. listen to it, yo. It is listen hilarious. Um, knowing what we know now, what we've seen uh, living this <laughs> life. What we have. Yeah. So James Earl Jones obviously is iconic in a legendary way to the point where anyone else that came in and did this kind of has to show him props because he didn't just give you Darth Vader. He walked away with the strength of Mufasa, like, Mufasa. I was going to say, was he awesome, Mufasa? Say, yeah. say it again. Mufasa, 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 Mufasa. Um, No, like, the commanding voice that he had, and not, I mean, that's, his career in general is something I would talk at length about, because I, I respect that man so greatly. Um, he is a national treasure. He's a he's a black history treasure. He's mm-hmm. a blurred culture treasure, um, because he walked in to a soundstage, never put on the costume, Thank God he did. I don't know if I would have been okay with him being in costume, but you know, <laughs> him showing up as in the Darth Vader suit, who knows? But you know, he anyway. So, um, uh, thank you, James Will Jones, for the voice of blackness and the credit, um, that only you can walk away with. Like, I mean, you need an Academy Award just for that voice alone, and. Maybe they'll give you an honorary one, but I would say you need give roses while they're still here, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. just just give the man his credit. Disney you definitely make that got happen. the Blur Bar Award, and that's for you. Nope. <laughs> I was trying to find the claps. I was trying to find the claps. I won't do that again. Nope. There we go. <laughs> Whoa, little slippy! <laughs> you tried it. Come on, little slippy. So I'm gonna yeah. try this again. I'm gonna cue this up, James Earl Jones. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so Sterling, you had it's, some lists. Yeah, I got some names, man. I got some names. Some contribution to one nerd them as a whole, and then mm. two specifically for blurred them. Mm. And we're going to start off with, you know, very possibly, if if not the goat goat tier. Of course, the man himself, Phil Lamar, mm. hailing from Los Angeles, starting out with Mad TV. Oh, you found the button. I found it. <laughs> oh, you're not a little slippy no more? Nope. <laughs> he knows who he is. But um, now, Phil Lamar is personally, to me, and I'm sure to many people listening, just one, uh, just super important. We got Jon Stewart. Oh, and this is off the rip. John Stewart. We got Virgil Hawkins. Okay, we got Hermes Conrad from Futurama. You know, um, Loretta. That's from all. Family we got Guy. Samurai Jack. Yeah. We got um, and the, the cool, amazing thing about Phil Lamar. One, I don't care what he's in or what he's doing. As soon as I hear him, like that's Phil Lamar. <laughs> um, I hear you. <laughs> um, but he has so many quote unquote additional voice titles to where. He is like a world. I For Star Wars Clone Wars, I'm pretty sure they just did not let that man go home. Bottom line. And he was, ba- he was Bail Organa. He was Bail Organa in Clone Wars yep. and in Rebels. So even more so than really like... The, anyway. Um, but just with he Virgil... He was in Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Yes, he was Marvin in Pulp Fiction. He got shot. That's one of, and that's the, what that's they had like to take one of his car. first roles, actually. Yeah. Uh, that's why they had to take the car to the, the dude who fixes everything. And apparently Incredibles too. Yes. Yeah. 
He's everywhere. He's just he's he's everywhere. Even if he's just like two seconds of a voice, he's just ever he's getting the checks, man. He's getting the checks. It well deserved. I was about to say, I have to wonder how much like his 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 royalties must be like I would like to think so. I would like to think so. At the same time, like voice acting is probably on a different pay rate. And it is it's very yeah, it's, it's not it's not as lucrative. He's it's probably strange. the most lucrative. <laughs> He's probably but, the most lucrative just because of his like his record, his breadth yeah. of yeah. His, his collection. I mean, you can, you his can, library. You can call him in for anything. Absolutely anything. One day you we know? can call. Hopefully, we can call him once. Oh, I oh, need y'all to oh. blow up the blurred bar enough so I can meet <laughs> Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar, we're looking at you, sir. We want you to come in. Please do so. Yes. not come in because COVID, but. We'll send you right. We don't know when he'll. We, can send you we don't know when he'll in. be able to be it. it he was be supposed like to be a Greater Philadelphia. Philadelphia. He comes. To, he's here. He was at Keystone. Yeah. He was supposed to be a Greater Philadelphia. He's on the con circuit, and that's another awesome thing. That like there are some people that never hit the con circuit. I've seen Phil Lamar for years. Well, I've seen him in concert, and I haven't met him yet. But I'm gonna. Um, These are goals. One day. Oh. It's gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pay my money. I'm gonna get my picture. I'm gonna get my autograph. I'm gonna shake his hand, and then I'm gonna go have an emotional breakdown. In the no, no, no. I will cry uh, in front of him. I, I'm willing to do that. <laughs> you can't disappoint a picture. Yeah, you can't disappoint a picture. We'll get to that in a second. Um. <laughs> but uh, continuing with goat, absolute goat tier, and amazing representation for uh, black characters across the board. Uh, we got Cree Summer herself um, mm. starting out. We got with Susie Carmichael. Me, for me in a generation, this was the beginning of seeing ourselves in a cartoon, you know, um, tagging in. We also got uh, Maxine from Batman Beyond. Yet yeah. another with the she was black with pink hair, you know, and I was like, hey, I see, Elmira. You. I see you over there. Uh, Elvira from Tiny Toons. Yeah. Yep. And then she's another one where literally anywhere I'm like, there go Chris Summer. <laughs> she right there. I see her. I mean, um, I mean, her acting, her uh, acting career spans also extremely like wide range. You know, in a different yeah. world um, mm-hmm. where she really got her start. Um, yep, she was in Drawn Together. Yes, yeah, she was Foxy, bro. <laughs> oh, she's uh not for real, real, just, just for, for play, play. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, she's the, she's the best. She was Kita in Atlantis, so she like hmm. the the sheer breadth of the what the any any of these people can do it's just like any of these characters when when i was watching clone wars and phil lamar is just like literally everybody's like oh he's admiral trench okay he's this guy all right he's that guy same with kree summer it's like kree summer could be anywhere Anywhere. like literally anywhere um she's valerie danny phantom number five and yet yet again when in my childhood seeing and valerie from danny phantom seeing us on screen you Mm -hmm. know um continuing with my goat tier, we got the man himself, Keith David, the arbiter, straight up iconic across nerd culture. I don't care what your background is, you know, you know what Halo is, right? Like, you know, it, it, playing such an iconic character. The really cool part about Keith David, though, is I feel like he, is, mm. and compared to Phil Lamar and Chris Summer, he did a lot more physical acting role as well. He was in Chronicles mm-hmm. of Riddick, you know, mm-hmm. and you saw him, but he's got the Arbiter, um, Dr. Facilier, yeah. on getting that Disney money, you know. Um, I just learned, and it makes sense when I hear it, he was Chaos in the city of Final Fantasy, the final boss. And I was like, oh, snap, yeah, that's my boy. I mean, um, he was Goliath. He played Goliath in Gargoyles. Like, yeah, in Gargoyles. Like, I was gonna say he's Goliath that, in Gargoyles. That's one of his most famous roles, for real, for real. As mm-hmm. a '90s kid, 
Um, Keith David, I mean. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was in 21 Bridges, too. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Damn. Yeah. Keith David, I mean, Damn. phenomenal Damn. actor and then a f- more phenomenal voice mm-hmm. actor. Um, he was also in Armageddon. Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Rick and Morty would probably be Rick and Morty, his yep, most recent president. work um, as playing the president. And, you know, I think uh, he just, he's not, he's, once again, he's one of those people who takes his work very serious, but at the same time doesn't take himself very serious. And I think that allows that flexibility mm-hmm. that, um, you know, because Cree Summers, you know, obviously just descends into her role of whatever she's playing. That you're just like, you know it's Cree Summers in the background, but her character, you know you're listening to Susie Carmichael or you're listening to mm-hmm. Five. You're listening mm-hmm. to Nikita. Um, and Keith David, at the same time, for me, whenever I hear him talk, I'm just like, nope, that's Keith David. That's Keith David. <laughs> that's Keith David. But what's interesting... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, what's interesting, especially with this, is that I know we're talking about like voiceover actors, but it's like... Uh, with Keith David, when I like pulled up the picture, I'm like, oh no, like I recognize him. Like, he's the dude from like Future I've... Man, right? <laughs> well, I, I don't know what it is, but I know I've seen him before. Yeah. He has he like worked? that. I was like, I know I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Like, Cree Summers and uh, uh, Phil, Lamar. Phil Lamar. When I looked them up, I was like, nah, I haven't seen them. <laughs> I've Phil Lamar, like, I understand his breadth of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I understand that he is everywhere, but I like. Before he could have bumped me on the street, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry," like, and just kept it moving. I'm glad. Um, he, I'm glad Cree he bumped Summers. into you because if he bumped into me, I would have never washed my shoulder. <laughs> Real tears. I would have never tears. washed my shoulder. I would have. I would have broken uh, down in the street. They would have. I would have been on the news. I'd be like, I, I've been I, bumped I think, by Phil Lamar. I'm not okay. <laughs> I think there's a level of interesting, for for better or for worse, anonymity to doing voice work Mm -hmm. where it's like somebody like Phil Lamar, if his, if his acting roles were actually like him in front of the camera, as opposed to being through a character that we see, Mm -hmm. he'd probably be, he'd, he'd be a A lister. Uh, I mean, he's at least, he's, he'd be one of those. He's in the pantheon for voice acting. Right. No, yes. Yeah. He has credits, but at the same time, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, he's just like he has that. It's it's almost the best of both worlds of being like recognized on such a level, but also like at the same time you could bump into probably a lot of people and they don't know mm-hmm. who you are, mm-hmm. even though they've probably listened to your voice like ten minutes ago, right? Like, quite, not, quite so, some of them, some yeah. people, no, right. some people, yeah, no. But it's just I would, it's, I'm it's telling you, I would melt in the ground <laughs> and just be like. Oh, Phil Lamar, you bumped me. <laughs> I am not worthy. Oh. That's funny. Um, <laughs> a very funny, a very quick story about Keith David. We're jumping back to Keith David. In the last, not the, yeah, the last season of Star vs. the Forces of Evil, a great show on Disney, uh, there was a character, Glosseric, who just, like, stopped talking for a season. And then when he started talking, it was Keith David. They switched the voice actor to be Keith David. So he like says this, he like starts talking to like disappears and literally Star's line is like, Does his, did his voice sound different to you? And I was like, yeah, they got that sh- money. That's what happened. <laughs> they got the bag secured. That's what happened. Yeah, I mean, and 
while these are people that often are behind the scenes, you also have names like Kevin Michael Richardson, who just prolific, pro he, prolific everywhere. As far as you know, on the male on the male side of acting, um, Kevin Michael Richardson would probably be second to Phil Lamar. Like Phil Lamar would just be just above him as far as iconic roles because Kevin Michael Richardson works. On he, the, the man doesn't stop. <laughs> Did you know he was in Clerks too? Yes, Kevin. <laughs> when I when I tell you I care about these people, like they my family. Like Kevin Michael Richardson <laughs> is another one where I'm just like, uh, when he plays Junior on the Cleveland Show. Hey, Dad. Like you know, I'm like this is wonderful. Um, yeah, he was in the Boondocks. Kevin Michael. Yes. When I first of all, Boondocks got had everybody at yep. one point. They they Boondocks they definitely made no sure like choice. all of our voices were heard. <laughs> Uh, as far as black voice actors, black actors. Whoa. You know what's wild? Sorry. You got to stop being on Boondocks? IMDb right now. Like. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not there, but I am on I am on Google's. Okay. Um, I, I'm on the Google's. Uh, Boondocks has a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, that's because half the world yeah. is white. So... <laughs> I said, what I, large, I said what I said. Um, I'm a a large percentage of... Uh, never mind. Go ahead. Please right. continue. I didn't, need, I didn't need to cut you off. Please continue. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, I would love to hear that in the Yeah, go ahead, Sterling. Finish, finish what you had to say. This is your space, man. <laughs> this is your space. If you can't speak Pro- here, you can't speak nowhere. Proceed. Well, okay. I, I feel like... Gina Carano probably felt the same way, but <laughs> I mean, they told her to chill. They she, told her to what? chill. But we will not fire you. No, you Aww. can't get fired. You mean it? No, you can't. You mean it? Y'all really mean it? Right. Uh oh, I feel worried. So I'm gonna go ahead and finish what I was saying. Right. <laughs> that don't that don't mean that don't bear well for anyone. Um, but no, Kevin Michael Richardson, uh, his his just library is full of work um he used to be on this show and i don't even remember what it's called uh, where he played like this giant buffalo that would read books i i gotta look it up and find out what it was um but they would read books and i was like very into that show i don't know why but i was um books books are dope books are dope wasn't he wasn't he trigon yes and teen titans he was oh wow he um, you have names like, you know, Carrie Payton. Um, mm. Just there, there's so much as far as what we've get our voices that we've lended to um, pop culture, um, mm. not just being black, but like just in general. For everybody, you know, everybody. you had you know Tiny Lester lending his voice to multiple characters, not just being mm-hmm. himself, but like. Doing cartoons, R.I.P. You know, um, James Avery being sh- Shredder. Um, yeah, Uncle Phil. <laughs> you know, um, uh, we I... have uh, in uh, newer newer things Erica Luttrell, who is Sapphire and Pilots Paracha and Steven Universe. Yeah, and I was super hmm. super hype, super hype. And uh, you got. Uh, John Witherspoon, obviously, famously known for Boondocks as being granddad. Um, <laughs> I think he hit the point where I don't even think he was just acting. Like, he he could just talk. Oh, and just I, be- oh my <laughs> he was, God. He was himself. No, oh he was very much himself. God. And it was organic. But at the same time, like, you know, 
Like, you wouldn't have seen John Witherspoon on the street and been like, A, B, you know, calling him granddad. Like, you know, he has other roles. He was Pops first. He was Pops. You know, you know, mm-hmm. his roles on Friday, like, you know, uh, all of that. But you, then you have Isaac Hayes, who's famously known for his music, but at the same time, he's Chef. You know, chef. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> hey, children. Um, <laughs> Jaleel White. Steve Urkel. He, yo, sign up. Sign the Hedgehog. The hedgehog. Like, that's all for that's all for y'all. This is we didn't, we didn't have to go that hard, but we did. We didn't have to go that hard, but like being Sonic the Hedgehog. And first of all, I watched that show religiously. Did you watch Sonic Underground? Shut up. So um, <laughs> <laughs> you won't do that to me today. I just, uh, I just wanted to know. You can say no. It's fine. Nope. Mean, I um, I Regina know. King. Mm-hmm. I mean, both being Huey and Riley, um, which. The flexibility in her voice for that role was just phenomenal. When when I hear that she did both of those things, I have to see the footage. <laughs> I got. I need receipts. There, there is I footage, need like, footage on. I'm uh, not saying that she can't do it, but like it's just like what? That's how. <laughs> that's what makes you great, right? Like that's what separates you from being good and then being great. Um, no legit. Viola Davis, like. I, when I tell you I'm deep into this voice acting stuff, like she's had like small or minor roles on like American Dad, and I was like, mm. I know her, I know that voice. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, I know that that feeling when you hear somebody, you're like, wait, wait. I love when, and I know, I, let me <laughs> leave a comment when this happens to y'all. But it's you don't know the person's name, but you're like, yo, I know that's the dude that played IMDb Vector is the greatest invention so- of all time. It's it's funny because the way you guys are about are about this with uh, voice acting, that's the same way. When when I see their faces, I'm like, oh, that's the bull. That's, the, like, <laughs> that's like, fair. Like almost everybody almost else, everybody right? Else. Like it's like, oh, that's um, that's uh, you know who that is. That's that's, uh, uh, that's yeah. the boy that played. Uh, he was in that thing that where he was going do 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 do, and you know you know. Right. <laughs> no, legit with um with uh, Wandavision. Oh, that's fresh off the boat. That's fresh <laughs> off the boat. First of all, like, his name is Jim Halpert. Okay, don't disrespect. Hey, that's just that's, that's an you, office it's, joke. It's, like, it's an office joke because hey. he's in one episode of The Office where he plays uh, Jim, and it's hilarious. Mm. Um, but um, oh, it's a prank on uh, Dwight. yep, yeah, <laughs> where, he, where Dwight just believes. I remember <laughs> Asian Jim, and I'm like, this is hilarious. Um, you have Lavar Burton, funny. who you know. Oh my first goodness! First of all, Lavar oh, Burton. Um, anyone who's ever seen the episode of Community knows how <laughs> I feel. I feel very similar to how Donald Glover feels about that, uh, or Troy Barnes feels about that. I don't know if I'd be okay in the presence of Lavar Burton, and I know that for sure. Like, it's from the- from Roots to then being Kwame in Captain Planet. To his various other roles, uh, like in Adventure Time, Star Trek, Jordy Star Trek. LaForge, yeah, 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 man, and you know, like to have Ring to Ring. at any point sit in front of any of these people, I would probably just not be okay. Yeah, you'd be like, you know why are you crying? I'm German? like, you know why? Yes, you're here. Born in Germany. I'm here. You're here. This isn't real. You can't disappoint a picture. You can't disappoint a picture. Um, Levar um, Burton, please send me a picture. Don't meet me in person. I'm I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm very much Troy Barnes in that situation. I will clam up to the point where it's just like, I might lose weight instantly in front of you. Just, I shrink into myself. 
I'm not okay. But uh, we can go <laughs> on and on and on and on. We can. We would be remiss. Now this isn't this isn't a voice acting thing, but as far as contributions of black people to nerd culture in general, mm-hmm. got to talk about Jerry Lawson. Yeah. Who his te- headed the team responsible for working on the commercial cartridges for video games. Yeah. We're talking everything. You're talking Mario Kart, Super Mario Kart, like GoldenEye wouldn't be possible. The, the Switch is still using cartridges. <laughs> like <this> everything, <laughs> like the the breath, like the in. I, I always stagger to think about like from this one person, well, from this person's ambition, which then bled into other people, what bonds have been made? Mm-hmm. What friendships have been built? What like... Friendships have been mended. What oh, relationships or destroyed or destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> Smash Brothers can get out of control, right? <laughs> Shout out to Past the Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we gonna tag him. Yeah, we'll uh, tag but him. yes, Jerry Lawson, yeah, uh, his perpetual belief in forward motion gave us what we know today. Yeah, and uh, um, but we. Other voices who may not necessarily have spoken on screen, um, Dwayne McDuffie. And if anyone who doesn't know, I, I urge you, I pressure you to search as far as black history is concerned in nerd culture, as far as comic books, um, TV, and everything. Video games. This man, Dwayne McDuffie, um, you know, who recently passed, I would say, in the last two or three years. Um he was everywhere and you saw his name, but you didn't know who he was. Um, you know, he, he received, uh, multiple awards. He created damage control. Um, Mm. who is a very, like very living part of the Marvel universe. Um, so if you've seen the first Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man homecoming in the MCU, um, you know, Damage Control is mentioned. Obviously, they're a part of the Vulture um, origin story. And, you know, they wouldn't have that name to use if it wasn't for him. Um, as far as in the comic book world, um, Damage Control. Was he heavily he, involved in Static Shock? Static Shock, yeah. Teen Titan. He has writing credits for Teen Titans, Scooby-Doo. Um, created the story for the video game for Justice League Heroes. Um this man was busy, and in there everything. was a Prince comic. Yeah, like the artist formerly known as Prince. Prince. Of course, um, had, was hired as far as story end credits for the for Ben Ten. Um, oh wow! Writing credits for the popular uh, DC animated movies for Crisis on Two Earths, Justice League Doom, All Star Superman. Um, this man was busy, and I feel like. You know, sometimes it's our job to to dig for that history um, because you come up with gold. We a lot of times we get we we do the work, but we don't get the same awards. We're not put on the front, the forefront. Um, our may our name may not be on everything. It may be in a rolling credits, um, but Dwayne McDuffie is one of those people that, as far as blurred culture is concerned, if you've watched any of these things growing up. Uh, if you've read any of these things growing up, uh, the man deserves props. Um, so I'm a clap on him one time, two times. There you go. <laughs> Blessings.
blessing. Bless up. Yeah. Um, you know, there's other giant names, obviously, in the nerd industry, and we'll talk about them. And uh, we lost Josh. I don't know what happened there. Um, but we'll keep we'll going. Um, <clears throat> you have Eartha Kitt, who, you know, being the first black cat woman. Uh, and uh, just watch her. Just watch her in time. There's, there's no, there's no one else. Yeah. There's dude. And I mean, not even blurred history, but black history. You know, we recently lost Cicely Tyson, which I feel like it, it's a sore spot for me. I try not to think about it because that woman was just like in everything. And because everything my parents everywhere. made sure that I never was absent from, you know, being in tune with what was happening for our culture. Um, she was in it. From roots all the way into mm-hmm. you know her last action her last major action credits with you know how to get away with murder i mm-hmm. I've, I've watched that woman work for years um and she was working long before I was born and you know and that that is a treasure and a half uh, we got Josh back and um so you have Cicely Tyson you have many many names obviously who we may not have mentioned yet. But at the same time, like it is wonderful. Eartha Kit. Yeah, we just yeah. We, you just missed it. But I just <laughs> missed it. Damn it. <laughs> Eartha Kit was on that list. Morgan Freeman. That man been working for forever. That man has been an old man all my life. Mm-hmm. Not legit. I I don't remember a time where I looked at Morgan Freeman and was like, oh no, he's thirty. Nah. I, you know <laughs> what? I don't even think there's. I don't think there's a picture of Morgan Freeman being thirty. I think no. Morgan Freeman okay. Too. Morgan Freeman there has were... been alive. For a long time. And he obviously at one point was 30. I don't think there's records of that. He has been the old wise man all my life. (laughs) So there's a commercial for cigarettes with young Morgan Freeman. And it's very strange to see. I don't believe it. But I'll link it. Nope. Um, I don't believe it. It's not real. Fake news. uh, Throwing in names of the greats paving the way for everybody. We have to talk about Dr. Pam Greer, PhD. Yes. The actress who played paved the way. She was uh, Jackie Brown. She was coffee. Just she was a, she was a superhero before we gave her the title. Straight up, straight up. <laughs> she was she was legit an action superhero before we gave her the title. Yeah, but uh, paving the way and just seeing us on screen, you know. Pearl Bailey, um, you know. Pearl Bailey, uh, just Pearl Bailey and Cab Calloway. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the successful act of the all-black Hello, Dolly, which shakes me to my soul. And she was in um, Carmen with Dorothy Dandridge and Harry Belafonte. Mm-hmm. Um, it just shakes me to my core to just, like, how they tried to keep us down. And we was like, nah, we in here. <laughs> we got to do it. We got to do it. What? what you mean? <laughs> to that ahead. point, to that point, I was thinking about it. And I was like, and I don't... <laughs> To the point, I was thinking about it, and I was just like, you know what? And a lot of history, and a lot of things that we're doing, we being black people, not you. Stop! Girl. Don't stop! Just leave her, <laughs> leave her alone! Just stop! She ain't got a she ain't had a job in six years. Leave oh her alone! Gosh. Okay, she ain't worked in six so, years. Leave her alone. Anywho, she black now. Um, <laughs> psych. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Welcome to the black psych. experience. Um, anyway, go ahead. So it was, um, it's just interesting. It's interesting because it's like, 
people are like, oh, wow, black people did this, black people did that. Oh, wow, you black people do this. You guys do that. And it's like, nah, like, we been dope. Y'all just finding out. Like, and it's just like, <laughs> and no, it's like, that's, that's I wish I could record, I wish so, we could record that line and just keep that. I like, I love that. We've been dope. But it's just Y'all like, just got here. That's all. It's just like, and, and unfortunately, because of the way the education system is, which is a legit different podcast. That's a whole <laughs> different podcast. That doesn't happen on the blur bar. Um, it's just that, like, yeah, you, no, we might like some black people don't even know that, like, nah, like, nah, like, love yourself, king. Yeah. Respect <laughs> yourself. You great. You great. Do you. Right. Do you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's. It's crazy, and and that's kind of how I felt when I was looking at um, all of the the voice actors in anime, of just like, oh no, like we here, we like, are in here, we are in here, we are, we are in present. here. Like it, it, it's almost disrespectful to not mention names like Samuel Jackson or you know, who is okay. So super important, <laughs> he was Mace Windu. So the prequels mm-hmm. were like. 01, 02, 03, 04, 05, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And here we have not just one of the most powerful Jedi as a black man. And that was that was really important to me. Like to, to see, I was like, oh, I could and I the too can be a Jedi. different looking lightsaber. It was clean. For years. It was clean. For years. Like before they start introducing like white and like yellow and all that. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. He was like, everybody knew. If you have purple, it was like, mine's oh. going to be purple. And that's it. <laughs> if it's not, I quit. Um, and before him, you have obviously Billy D. Williams, who was the hey. first black man in Star Wars, the only black man in Star Wars, um, other than the voice of James Earl Jones. And, you know, like I said, the list grows. And the more we talk about it, the more we could be on this podcast for hours because, you know, we don't. As a people, we've been dope. Y'all just gonna, getting here. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, one of these days we gonna save that. I'm gonna just need you to record that, save it as a sound effect. Um, I mean, but we gotta, what we gotta realize is we've been dope, but they tried to keep us down, and we right, were we still dope, access. and now we're four times as dope. We didn't have the access. The exactly. access is everything, and you um, know, and record keeping for whatever Eisen reason. Brothers. Like, if they wanted to get rid of us out of history. Don't keep such good records. Like, why? Because, <laughs> no, that's us. That's this. That's us yelling that's us. about, yeah, like, no. we will not be forgotten. You're right. Like, no, but I'm saying, they, 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 they tried to they do a tried. pretty good job of keeping us, keeping us out of history. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, like, uh, you know, your blackness is loud. Like, it ain't, it ain't my style. It ain't my shade. It ain't what I do. It ain't what I say. I'm just hella black. That's, that's, that's a quote from Toby. Toby Wingway. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just hella black. And, the, and, the, and that's the beauty of it. Like, I think with all the sadness that could be surrounded by our trauma, right? Like, all the mm. hard-won battles that each of these individuals that we've named and names that we've missed, like, these people had to fight mm. just to be in front of a screen, to be on a screen, and then not even be able to show your face. Like, you know, we go back, if we all go all the way back to James Basket, right? Like, you know, you can be mad about the Uncle Tom roles he played and, you know, the exploitation and the segregation that he experienced. He still had to deal with being a black man in America when they told mm-hmm. you you were less than. So. Mm-hmm. Overtly. Overtly. Not, like, not, they, weren't, not. they weren't, like, passive with it. Like, they didn't say, oh, he was a, th-, you know, 
there's a thug, you know, some man stole my purse. Yeah, no, they call this man out of his name. They call mm-hmm. this man everything other than his name. And, you know, so for those things, like, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see, like, out of the ashes, this phoenix that keeps rising over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go all the way back to Egypt and all that stuff, but at the same time, like, the American history. <laughs> Dr. Umar. Nope. Won't do nope. it. Won't nope. do it. Don't you do that. You do that right I now. I will have issues. Um, the blur bar has a very short band list. Right. So, <laughs> no, but I, I mean, uh, like, because you start, the, I think people often feel, like, concerned to be political about it. But it's not about political. It's about just being seen and being heard mm-hmm. and being respected, you know. And that applies to every person in this world. But at the same time, like, I can only speak for the black experience. Like, you know, I woke up and watched Virgil fighting villains, mm-hmm. and it's that good. mattered to me. I woke up Same. and saw a black man in a Green Lantern costume, and it mattered to me. You yep. know, um, James you know, James Rhodes went from being a, a B character to now being on the roster of Avengers. Um, you know, Samuel Jackson went and literally changed the game. Like, they went and were like, oh, we're going to make a black Nick Fury, which at the time for me, I was like, I was even against it at one point because I was just like, mm. Nick Fury is a white man with an eye patch. Like, let it just let it ride. Then it was like, no, we want to get Samuel Jackson. And I'm like, that's it. It just so I have to say, it fits so perfectly that this is news to me. I didn't know. Yeah, Nick see, Fury was a you didn't even know. know. Oh, yeah. Nick, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nick Fury, you've been around for forever, dog. Like, forever. He, I think he, that's that's the wonderful thing with. Um, this new new age of bringing comic books or any type of media to like the forefront, where where it can be seen by a lot of people, mm-hmm. where like this is the this is the time if, you, if you're gonna make a switch, it's it's in and that first shift. That, right? I like, think that's so. a, that's a beautiful like you know setup for next you know our next podcast is you know talking about race bending and um. Mm. Ooh. You know, d- does it help or does I'm it hurt? I'm excited. I forgot that that was our next joint. Yeah, that's the next one. So, <laughs> Great. You know, um, look I'm for here that. for that one. Yeah. You know, we, well, uh, and we'll have that conversation. Start... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, but I mean, oh, we lost Josh again. I don't know what's going on with him. Anyway. I don't know. Um, no, like the beauty of just being able to exist, right? And then be able mm-hmm. to work. And you oh, know, really? your name being on those credits, right? Like the... Like, your name showing up in lights. Like, you know, you fought those battles that none of us had to work for, you know, that had to fight. None of us, none, no one else had your experience in getting into the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, like, you stayed, you persisted. And Despite you're not everything. just, like, you're not the, you know, you're not just the black voice actor. Like, you're the voice actor. Like, Phil Lamar, you're the bull. Like, mm-hmm. like Seth, MacFarlane, Seth MacFarlane has the show, but you the bull. Like yeah, they had to call. Yeah, they had well. to call you. You know, they had to call you to get the you know for to play that part. The, you know, Cree Summers. You know, yeah. you didn't create the show, but they had to call you because yeah. it was like this is who we want. And you know, you you did the audition process and all that, but then you created the most iconic role to matter to people who you know didn't see their face anywhere else. Yeah. And you know, it's powerful stuff, man. I don't want. I don't want to cry. I'm not gonna cry about it. But you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It I feel it, yeah. but I piggybacking off of off of that energy, there is still 
work to be done. Mm-hmm. There's still so much work to be done. And while it is so amazing that we have done so much. Mm, you took off the glasses. That That's have We have come so far. But like our time is here. Yeah. And our fight is here. In the video game industry, when I was doing research trying to find our names, there is still not accurate representation for us when it comes to the writer's room, when it comes to the mm-hmm. developers, when it comes to the producers, when it comes to the directors. So these these names that we are mentioning have paved the way, have laid, just been absolutely quintessential, ubiquitous even. Mm-hmm. But our time is here now. Yeah, and, and, and the it's, beauty it's is still that so much just... more to be done. Exactly, we can... This I mean, this episode is not a call to action, but at the same time, it's like create, just make it, just make it, just make it. whatever it is, just make it. Like I for a long time, I held on to this podcast idea, and I was just like, "Do I do it? Who's going to watch it? Who do I get? <laughs> Who do I get to be on this with me?" Um, and then you know the you have to stop and be, not be afraid and just do it. And and I think you know whether this you know, blows up and we get a million followers or we get five, you know, the goal is at the end of the day is to create and you keep mm-hmm. creating, keep being creative. Um, these people pave the way for us to not have to, you know, they, they walk so we can run. Right. So and we all, we run and, be, and we run, we going, we everywhere. <laughs> I mean, just on, you know, the social media side of it alone, we, we have other podcasts following us the same way we're following them. Mm hmm. You know, we're not robbing each other of each other's followers or listeners. We we out here creating, baby. I love it. A, this is beautiful. A rising tide raises all ships. Yeah. So you know, if you if you black or you white, create. But the idea is, but to, black people, but black definitely folks, create. You know, you know. I I think sometimes the fear is that you're not going to be accepted or you're not going to be embraced. Just create. Quality, create quality, and you know it will come back to you slowly, because that's the way America's process works. I don't know why. Um, we still get thousand dollar iPhones made on the cheap, but you know, create. I that's that's a whole nother podcast. I, I was about to go somewhere <laughs> with that. I was trying to I'm trying to linger on for Josh to come back, but he may not. Me too. Um, that is the guy. But we I feel like we've reached the the resting space for our episode because we're going to come back, like I said, next week and we're going to talk about race bending and you know, is it, is it inclusion or diversity? Um, where's the line? Where's the line? Uh, is it pandering? Um, at the, or is it accepting? And you know, we'll get there. Some of us may disagree, but that's where we are. Probably. Um, Probably. Most like you already know me. I'm, I'm, I'm big Dan. Big Dan, you know, he threw the controversy in there for no reason. Because, you know, hmm. not no reason, but you know. Um, it's got to be said. It's got to be said. Not easy. So, for this XP, I'm going to give you uh, the voice of conscience, uh, voiced by Phil Lamar. <laughs> the um, man himself. It's limited use for anyone that's, not, you know, not black, unfortunately. So, you got 15 tries of Phil Lamar. You know, voice of charges. Um, It's refillable by the well of knowledge. Uh, So watch all of his shows. If you watch Justice League or Static Shock, um, it will refill on its own. And you get about (laughs) 25 XP. 
I don't think you level up yet, but you're getting there. Um, you getting there. Black History Month. So probably yeah, by the end of this, y'all level up. Uh, um, so last but not least, we will bid you adieu. And uh, yeah, tune in for the next episode. And we will see you there. Peace out. We love to hear from you. Yes, uh, follow us. Follow us. We follow our flow page. Follow, subscribe, hit the bell. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. That's when the word, the word of mouth goes so far. But this, I'm I'm the ace trainer, Argent Sterling Spencer. And I am Big Dan Rodan coming at you live from the 215. Oh, last but not least, you are able to endorse us on Anchor. That's not that's an option. I'm not telling you, you have to do endorse. it. Endorse? What do you mean? What do I mean? I mean that you can pay us a monthly subscription fee. Uh, to support us, you know, to keep this going. If you love, if you really love us, and you need the lights to be on, because if I turn these lights off, uh, this will be a very dark film. Uh, it's the darkest timeline. Right? Darkest timeline of all time. Uh, you can do that, and if you have more questions, you can always go to Anchor and find out how to support us. But the link will be always in our bio, and we bid you adieu. Take it easy. Good night, everybody. Hit that beat. <laughs>